Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, the National League ended their losing streak to the American League at 9 with a win last night. Uh, uh, the Twins pitchers each threw an inning, didn't give up a run, struck out a, a couple of guys. I don't know, is the All-Star game for baseball one you watch or not? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, it's the only All-Star game in major sports where the defense is trying its best. Yep. Uh, and it's the only all-star game that, that – and, and and here's something I'll bring up, too. I covered a bunch of all-star games in my time, and I covered them at a time when the players were not into them and when they seemed to mean nothing, seemed to mean nothing, you know, technically, also emotionally. Uh, and, I mean, you know, we would interview players, and, of course, you go – if you're going to get all-star game as a, as a Minnesota-based writer, you want to talk to your players after they perform. Mm-hmm. So I would go talk to Joe Maurer or whoever the representative was, and usually I'd have to go down in the tunnel behind the dugout or behind the clubhouse to talk to them in the sixth or sixth inning because they were leaving. They were getting on a plane as fast as possible. All the stars who played the early innings would bail after the fifth and try to be out of town by you know and head off to their vacation or team's next spot or whatever. This is not that. Uh, Last night, it was everybody in the top step of the dugout cheering, celebrating, getting into it. It was people, uh, it, it was, it, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like the most thrilling game I've ever seen, but the, the attitude of the players has changed completely. And I think it has something to do with the Latin American players. They are so into it. They love it. They love representing their country, their team, their culture. Um, they, they play with and behave around the game with so much enthusiasm I think they've really kind of altered the way uh, baseball is played in America and the way the All-Star game is played in America. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, they play with more flair there, uh, you know, uh, a little more bat flipping uh, going on and so forth, and really just entertainers in a lot of ways, many of the Latin players. It's exactly right. And, uh, the you know, so many American-born players, they grew up with the old-school coaches, old-school ideas. You never show any emotion. You never show anybody up. You never do anything to get your teammate plunked. And really, that's just gotten washed away with the influx of Latin American players, their flair, their excitement, the fact that baseball has realized that, hey, we, we you know, this is not 1932 anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're competing for every set of eyeballs. You're competing for every dollar, and you better put on a good show. And the Latin American players have led in that way. I think a lot of American players now have followed along, but I really think it was the Latin American players and, and, and some of the black players, too, who, who led the way in that regard. Yeah, good to see. We're glad they care about it. It does yeah. make it a, a much better game. It is the only all-star game where, you know, you, you can't change the relationship between pitcher and hitter. You can change the relationship between linebacker and running back. Uh, and and basketball players, they don't have to defend each other. So it, it really is. Uh, the only thing uh, worse would probably be than being a cornerback in the NFL where nobody's allowed to blitz is being a goaltender in the NHL All-Star game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It's, it can be quite tough. Yeah. It's just, and, and hockey without physical play and defense is not hockey. No. Football without tackling and hard tackling and hard hits and blitzing the rushing the quarterback yep. is not football. And basketball where people – get out of the way so the other team can dunk is not basketball. Right. Uh, baseball is still baseball. Every pitcher is trying to get an out. Every fielder is trying to make a play. Everybody wants to get a hit. There's no, you know, it's a different kind of motivation than grinding through a regular season, but it's, it, there's no illegitimacy. You know, you're, you're playing against great players and you're trying to succeed. Yeah, the football game got so bad they did away with it. Went to flag yeah. football uh, this last year. So Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, each throw a scoreless inning. 
uh, last night and didn't seem like it was any big deal for them. Uh, sometimes I wonder, boy, a starter asking to you know, warm up and get ready to go and throw a single inning, how does that work? But it went good for them. It did. I, I, two, two different things, I think. Sonny Gray, let's be honest. Sonny Gray had an absolute dominant April. He has been pretty average since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could tell last night he was amped up. This is his first chance to get into an All-Star game. You never know if he, he doesn't know if he's going to be back. And he was amped up, and he got out some great hitters, and he had nasty stuff. So they need him to continue that because he has not been great lately, really, for two and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pablo, everybody with the Twins envisions a big second not second half, but post-All-Star game yeah. period for him. They think that his underlying – uh, statistics are better than his traditional statistics. They see a lot of upside. They see a guy who's ready to dominate, and he looked good last night. Um, and he might be on the rise. And one of the things that I was looking at Pablo's numbers too, because it just seems like he's been pitching better than the results he's been getting. One of them was his BABIP the last time I checked, and that's probably before his last start was like three thirty-five or something. Mm-hmm. It was fifty points over the major league average. So he's he's pitching in a little bad luck, but. Does that also speak to the Twins' defense a little bit? Uh, I think it's more bad luck. Mm. The Twins Twins aren't a great defensive team, but Correa is a great defensive shortstop, and he's played well. Taylor is a very good defensive center fielder. He's played well. Uh, Kepler's a very good right fielder. He's played well. Gallo's an excellent fielder wherever he plays. Um, so I and so they haven't been. You know, it's not the best defensive team I've ever seen, but I think they've been good enough defensively and good enough to keep positions that I, I would re, I would think it's more bad luck than bad fielding. Yeah, his fielding independent pitching ERA is about a run and a half lower than his actual yep. ERA, too. So, yeah, so certainly some good numbers to look at for Lopez. Uh, and, uh, you know, they think he's going to have a big second half or post-All-Star break. Let's hope that's indeed the case. Things going on in Major League Baseball like... The Oakland Athletics getting set to move to Vegas, and that seems to be now on the fast track. Yes, uh, it's a disaster there. Uh, It's a terrible old ballpark. The only charm the old uh, Coliseum ever had was the fact that it was open to the mountains, and you could kind of look out and see the mountains during the game. As soon as they put up Mount Davis for Al Davis, uh, even that charm disappeared. It's a horrible ballpark, hasn't been maintained, terrible ownership, fan base in revolt, a terrible team. They need to get out of there, and, and I think they'll do well in Vegas. Was this a situation where Oakland really tried to lose as many games as possible to grease the skids out of town? Uh, I don't think so. I think mm. I think they're poorly managed, I think, and they don't want to spend any money on the, the roster. And I think it just is – I think if they really wanted to compete, they could have spent enough money in free agency to at least have put out a competitive team mm. and – because they don't see any future there. They, the owners basically just threw their hands up and did, with, frankly, what the Twins did in the late 90s and say, we're going to play studio baseball. We're not going to spend any money. We're gonna just going to conserve our money for some time in the future. And obviously that future isn't going to be in Vegas now. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Tony Clark, the executive director of the MLBPA, uh, kind of drawing into question whether they should have a pitch clock in the postseason. Uh, it's been such a success uh, you know, are you in favor of changing the rules for the playoffs or no? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, pitchers are doing just fine throwing mm-hmm. within the pitch clock. The games are moving. Don't add it. And hitters have already started to adapt and you figured out to use all their timeouts, which is lengthen the game a little bit. Uh, let's not, let's, the pitch clock works. Don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's kind of what Rob Manfred said, too. Uh, I wonder if they might tweak it just a touch. I mean, adding five seconds maybe wouldn't make that big a difference to the pitch clock. Uh, uh, you know, and it might make a difference. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. Pitchers okay. have adapted. They pitched well. Good pitchers are pitching well. Uh, it's just it, the adaptation was almost immediate. Yeah. Uh, nobody's had trouble adapting to it, and it has sped up games. Why would we change something that actually worked better than anything in the history of the game? <laughs> Few, fewer and fewer uh, pitch clock violations going on, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? If you get one, you, you earned it. Yep. You know what? I thought it would have been a perfect opportunity last night to see uh, and and unveil uh, an automated strike zone. I was kind of hoping yeah. they would risk that and show it in the All Star game. They didn't. Is that still coming to baseball? Um, I don't. I talked to some people about that last week. They thought that it's more likely you're going to see a challenge system on obvious missed calls than a fully automated strike zone. Uh, one of their fears in baseball about the automatic strike, uh, automated strike zone is right now the umpire has the leeway to call a pitch a strike when it's maybe a little bit outside the official box, but it's kind of one of those pitcher's pitches that the pitcher gets credit for if he's been around the zone. Mm-hmm. Their fear in baseball is if you start calling a purely uniform strike zone that all of a sudden you're going to have more walks you're going to slow down the game in that way. So, they, listen, uh, people in, in the game are driven crazy by the – I mean, there have been some terribly umpired games yeah. at home plate for the Twins this year, and that yeah. means it's happened to everybody. There have been pitches called strikes that are a foot outside. There have been pitches called balls that are well within the strike zone, and it drives everybody nuts and can cost you games. So everybody wants it to change. The fear is that the technology isn't quite good enough and that there might be some unintended consequences if you install it right now. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5, Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.